Disruptive snow hits Scotland. We're actually seeing blizzard conditions in higher communities, especially Perthshire, Grampian, and these areas actually getting cut off. And the southeast is next. We're talking about a risk of travel disruption, deep snow to block roads and stranded vehicles, and also the potential for interruptions to power supplies. It's Friday, the 5th of February, and you're listening to WeatherSnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir, and this is WeatherSnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather, brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. Cold air digs southwards this weekend, but it's been affecting Scotland for several weeks now. Lee Schofield lives in the Highlands of Scotland. We had the first snow on the ground on the 27th of December. We've lived here seven years now, and and I think this must be the longest period we've seen snow on the ground for. Uh, And we actually recorded a frost on 30 days out of 31 in January, which is pretty impressive. What's your lowest temperature so far this year? Uh, minus 12 is our lowest we've had here. That is really bitterly cold, isn't it? It is, and I think the thing is, it's been the frequency at which we've seen temperatures very low. You know, we've had minus 7s, minus 8s, minus 9s. You're all part of the amber weather warning zone. However, conditions sound like they're worse further east than you. That's right. We've had steady snow falling here off and on for about 48 hours now, but it does seem like further east into the National Park on the eastern side of the Cairngorms, they are seeing certainly some heavier snow. And I've seen some photographs from people showing some quite big drifts. Describe to me what you can see outside your window right now. There's about 15 centimetres of snow on the ground. Uh, it's snowing steadily at the moment, um, but as it stands now, the main roads are all fairly clear. So everything's moving um, as it normally would. Are there any communities close by that have been cut off or are communications still okay where you are? As far as I can see, everything seems to be all right, although some of the higher routes across the Cairngorms are closed now um, because of drifting snow, so I suspect that's probably going to worsen in the next couple of days. Lee Schofield. And if you'd like to take a look at Lee's latest snow pictures, head to Twitter and search for at Highland Weather. Peter Sloss is a senior meteorologist and focuses on Scottish weather at Met Office Aberdeen. Here's his take on the latest snowy conditions. It's certainly challenging, you know, having been forecasting in Scotland for many, many years. I think the longevity of this situation is unusual. And also the variation between actually most people in Scotland not seeing any snow, and yet we have a lot of snow warnings and amber warnings in place for disruptive snow, but for high level elevations. How bad is it out there where they're seeing snow at the moment? Well, it's not just the snow that's causing the problems. We've got a very strong easterly wind and that easterly wind is whipping up the snow that's already falling. So the actual conditions themselves are actually really dangerous across higher communities of Scotland. You know, quite often when we do the mountain forecast, we talk about blizzard conditions in the mountains. But we're actually seeing blizzard conditions in higher communities, especially Perthshire, Grampian, Highland areas. And these areas actually getting cut off just because it's not just the snow falling, but the snow in the fields has been blowing across the roads. So the amber warning extends into tomorrow. And then does that mean we're out of the woods? 
We're certainly not out of the woods. That's when I think a lot of people in Scotland will start to see the first snow. And I know, you know, in some areas, people are saying, where's all the snow you're talking about? Because nobody's seeing it. And all the population centres, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dundee, Aberdeen, Inverness, where the majority of people live in Scotland, very few people have actually seen any snow. It's all very much focused on the high ground north of the central belt. Clearly, as we go through the weekend and we've got a sort of cold wave developing the other side of the North Sea, which will come across and actually bring deeper cold air across Scotland. So that, in effect, brings the freezing level, which at the moment is up around about three, 400 metres, right down to the surface. So it means that everything that falls out of the sky from the latter part of the weekend onwards will be snow. So no, in fact, although the amber warning is finishing, it will mean the most severe conditions are easing, but it does mean that... Uh, a greater population of Scotland will be affected by snow showers. How much snow is necessary for things in Scotland to grind to a halt? Because in the south, it only takes, say, a couple of centimetres and things are very tricky on the roads. Can you cope with more? There is certainly, obviously, a greater resilience in Scotland because of the frequency of snow. But I, I think even... Looking back over the last 30 years, we're not seeing events like this nearly as often as we used to. So I think the resilience is less than it was where communities would gather together in snow situations, snow days, which would be fairly regular, knowing that would pass and things would open up. We're not seeing as many of those just now. What's interesting too is we'll say, well, if the population centres, a large population centre is not being affected by heavy snow, then maybe it doesn't warrant the same impacts. But I think in rural communities that become cut off, even though there's less people travelling at the moment, it is still absolutely vital that the warnings are issued. You know, for example, there's a, a big vaccination centre now uh, opened in Aberdeen. We're trying to get over 70s from rural parts of Aberdeenshire into the city is clearly going to be disrupted during this period. So it's important that our warnings make people aware of the difficulties. Peter Sloss. Now, Peter referred to a cold wave heading its way towards the UK. But where exactly did it originate? Here's senior meteorologist Helen Roberts. While the UK continues to be on the forefront of a clash between cold and mild air masses, a thousand miles to the north, the air is even colder. In Stockholm, the forecast this weekend is for temperatures to peak at minus 5 Celsius, before falling to minus 11 Celsius overnight. Although this may seem fairly extreme, it's a far better scenario than this time last year, when autumn 2019 merged into spring 2020, completely bypassing the normal winter snow, ice and frost. Rather than short daylight hours illuminated by a blanket of snow, Swedes saw a succession of grey, wet skies. In fact, last year much of Scandinavia experienced extraordinary heat. Thankfully, this winter conditions are reassuringly bitter. Travel 24 hours further north by car and you reach Mamansk in Russia, where the current cold conditions are set to become really extreme by next week. Temperatures will struggle to rise to minus 13 Celsius by day and will dive to minus 23 Celsius by night, with freezing air coming direct from the Arctic. Right now, this whole region is under the influence of the infamous and incredibly stubborn Scandinavian high. 
This seasonal anticyclone often builds during the late winter due to a self-sustaining and increasingly cold pool of dense air. The impacts extend beyond the Norwegian Sea, with a blocking high acting like a boulder in a stream and shifting the Atlantic storm track a little further south. This shift allows a flow of cold continental air rather than something typically maritime and therefore milder. To the south of strengthening high pressure, easterly winds can intensify. This is known as a cold wave and it's in development right now. The cold wave is expected to become more widespread across northwest Europe during the weekend and into next week, with temperatures likely to fall widely 5 to 10 degrees Celsius below average. Heavy snow is likely in places too, with the most disruptive snowfall currently projected for parts of Denmark, Germany, Poland and the Netherlands. And here in the UK we may also feel the effects of the notorious Scandinavian high. The battle between cold and mild air continues over the UK, but as the cold air starts to extend south, it's going to have a considerable impact on the southern half of Britain. Here to discuss those impacts, Aidan McGiven. Aidan, it's Friday lunchtime. What's the latest? Well, cold air is expected to spread south to all parts of the UK this weekend. Many parts of eastern UK will see snow showers during Saturday night and into Sunday. But a vigorous area of low pressure is expected to develop across northern France and into the low countries. And that's expected to bring more persistent and heavy snowfall to the southeast in particular during Saturday night and into much of Sunday. Now, throughout Sunday, the areas we're expecting the biggest impacts are eastern parts of Norfolk, Suffolk, Essex and Kent. How much snow are we expecting across these parts? I think throughout Sunday we're expecting widespread, persistent and sometimes heavy snow. 10 centimetres widely, perhaps 20 centimetres in places. And this snowfall will be accompanied by strong easterly winds to bring the risk of blizzards in places and drifting snow. So it's not really fun snow, it's more of the disruptive stuff. This could be highly disruptive, particularly in such a populated part of the UK. Uh, we're talking about a risk of travel disruption, uh, deep snow to block roads and stranded vehicles, and also the potential for interruptions to power supplies and other services. Aidan McGiven, thank you very much. From Scotland to, to South East England, there's a lot going on. Here with the outlook for the whole of the UK over the next few days, Alex Deacon. Yes, an awful lot going on. We've already heard from Aidan about the amber warning in place across the southeast and East Anglia this weekend. And we've heard from Peter about the severe conditions across Scotland. The amber warning has been in place here for a few days. Now, in Scotland, conditions will improve this weekend. There'll be a bitterly cold easterly wind and there will be more snow showers mostly across the east. But in Western Scotland, we should start to see much drier and brighter conditions. It'll be cold, but there should be some sunshine. In fact, much of Western Britain generally will be dry this weekend. A few showers possible on Saturday, but most places dry and bright with some good spells of sunshine, especially on Sunday. But it is going to feel colder. All the action snow-wise, though, is further east, across central and eastern England in particular. Uh, we'll see rain here chiefly on Saturday. Some of that could be heavy. But over northeast England, it will start to turn to snow, initially over hills, but coming down to lower levels by the end of the day. And through the evening, we could start to see some heavier snow for parts of Lincolnshire, maybe across the Midlands as well. And then 
well, all eyes down to the southeast of the UK. In fact, an area of low pressure coming up across France and Belgium. That's hitting the colder air. And as it does so, could bring some significant snow over East Anglia and the southeast during Saturday night, more particularly on Sunday. That's why we have that amber warning in place that Aidan talked about earlier. Potentially quite dangerous conditions, several centimetres of snow, maybe up to 20 in some locations with a strong wind. So that's snow blowing around as well. So as I said, the potential for some pretty dangerous conditions. So snowing across eastern areas into Sunday, that snow gradually eases off. Into next week, it stays cold with an easterly, which means more snow showers packing in across parts of eastern Britain. Western areas looking drier and brighter, but everywhere looking pretty cold until at least the middle of next week. Thanks, Alex. Well, how has this recent cold spell affected the weekly weather stats? Here's the man with the figures, Martin Bowles. Here are the weather extremes for last week, recorded between Monday the 25th of January and Sunday the 31st of January. The mildest weather was observed on Thursday the 28th, when the air temperature reached 14.2 Celsius at Pershaw College in Hereford and Worcester. The lowest recorded temperature was at Braemar in the Cairngorm Mountains in Scotland on Sunday the 31st. A chilly minus 13.0 Celsius was measured. That equals the record for the coldest temperature this year, set on the 9th of January, and that's colder than the whole of last winter. The sunniest county this week was officially Essex, because 8.1 hours of sunshine was measured on Monday the 25th at Shoebury Ness, on the Thames Estuary near South End. The wettest place was County Down in Northern Ireland. 33.2 millimetres of rain fell at Killowen on Thursday the 28th. Thank you, Martin. That's it for Weathersnap. I'm Claire Nazir and producer is Adrian Holloway. Weathersnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.